we've been doing this show for a little while now and my personal favorite episode of our show i'm gonna talk about us for a moment is our 2020 special where you said that the thing you were looking forward to most in 2021 was an adaptation of the stand yes Who's on first? What's on second? I don't know who's on third. Elementary, my dear Watson. What's in the box? Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. But why male models? Why so serious? I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Well, nobody's perfect. Go ahead. Make my day. Me too. Where will we go? Welcome to the Boulder Free Zone. Stu Redman. Which one of you is Larry Underwood? How do you know who I am? How do you think? Mother Abigail? All I know is that we dreamed of her and she was real. She brought us all together. Keep us safe in these uncertain times. I am in the way of knowing things. I know you feel ill. Calls himself the Dark Man. But mostly I just see his wolf. Mother Abigail told us that there are two sides. There's the good. And then there's a deep well of darkness. Welcome everybody to Pop Culture, I am Scott. And I'm Jason. And welcome to this apocalyptic and dark place as we journey out across the desert. Yeah. To war- <laughs> wow, <laughs> you just look so <laughs> deflated already. <laughs> I do. The Stand. So this is the 2020 miniseries adaptation of the novel by Stephen King, arguably one of his best, if not his best novel. A lot of people do consider it so. I do not, but I like it. Yeah, it, it's it's certainly up there in terms of the novel. It, it's a massive novel. It's epic. And it, it, it is a definite epic. It was his attempt at a Lord of the Rings style. Yeah, epic. almost. Yeah, I, I'd actually say the Dark Tower is probably closer to his Lord of the Rings. Mm. Thing. At the time, he that's what he yeah. said he wanted to achieve. Yeah. Um, but over a thousand pages. I'm th- pretty sure yeah. it was 900 or so, if, if not. It's a lot. I think there's a special edition, so I do that's remember the, reading so That's the version twice. I've read. I've read the. I haven't read the original. Yeah, which had odd things like Jim Morrison showing up and mm. stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> and then the and then the like extra, extra stuff at the end and yeah. and things like that. So as you said, I was looking forward to it because um, they'd already attempted the stand. Well, this thing which I'd never seen. We talked on a Stephen King episode that mm. I had never seen the. Because I just heard it's mm. not worth it. And I quite like the book and I'm kind of like, oh, if you're going to do it, you might as well do that right. Yeah. So I never watched it. After watching this version, I thought, 
I might go and watch it now. <laughs> and how did you find it? Is it going to be? I enjoyed it more than. Oh, you enjoyed it more. Oh, okay, that's interesting. All elements of it I enjoy. I I liked the linear, yeah, the more linear attempt at the book. I guess that okay. This is the first thing. Both are still missing so much, yeah, but yeah. So essentially, if I, I'm going to give you a little bit of a summary immediately, yeah. I'm going to give you a bit of a summary to start with. It, I actually think the new one is better than that original. But it's still too short and too shallow. Yeah, and that <laughs> the ni- I think it was the nineties. Ninety four. Yep, that nineties version is short and shallow as well. <laughs> um, but this it, one had over nine hours to get there. The other version is six hours long, and, and both still failed. <laughs> absolutely. In fact. Uh, it might be worth doing a comparison type thing down the track for things like this um, just because if you sort of brought in the two great elements from both series, you might actually get yeah, the yeah. right thing. Um, yeah, straight off, the non-linear approach ruined the epic journey yeah. instantly. Yep, It instantly ruined this slow build-up that you would expect uh, yeah, the, I mean, it, 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 the first episode kind of, uh, does it almost start in Boulder immediately? Yes, it does. Yeah. Yep. And then and then you would kind of see how, um, oh my God, what's his name? Harold. Oh yeah, you get a bit, bit with Harold, but also um, Stu. Yep. With that kind of, the facility that he escapes and um, yep. the gas station incident and stuff, which is really fun when you read the book. Mm. And then you get this kind of unraveling mystery of... Captain trips and everything gets worse and worse and worse and yeah, worse. That's right. And then the and then they begin their journey to to head towards Boulder and things like that. And you're also following then the the other people who are <laughs> being led to um, New Vegas. And it is those other people that are really important, but we don't really get to see them that much. I mean, one of the main characters, Nick Andros, yeah, is sort of introduced later. Almost, or his backstory is much later. It's, but it need not much of it there. Yeah, either. and it's whereas he gets quite a bit in the ninety four version because you've got Rob Lowe <laughs> playing him, which would have been probably what the biggest name in it. Yeah, he would have been at the time with yeah. the, well Gary Sinise's Stu. Yep, and uh, you know he was good. As Molly Stu. Ringwald, I think was yeah, Molly Ringwald. <laughs> um, um uh, uh, Franny, Franny, yep. Um, look, uh, that 90s version has great aspects to it. It's not completely woeful. But um, this one, it did capture, I think, the characters better. Yes, yes. Um, I have to say Owen Teague, was he played oh, Harold. Yeah. Uh, that was outstanding. He was <laughs> so creepy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, much better than the previous attempt at yes. Harold. Yeah. And also because I think we really spent quite a bit of time with him. There was that, but it was also you could see he had, like in the book, the moment of conflict, internal conflict. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, Stephen King's a master at the thought process of characters. And this is why his books don't. Quite yeah, because translate. so much of it's internal. Yeah. And you could see he. Brought that out in his acting and the way he'd sort of Every, yeah, uncomfortably twitches and 
you know, hug the guy or shake his hand and be happy and so on. It, it's just um, in that initial scene, you know, where he saves him from falling. Oh, him, yeah, yeah. And it was sort of he didn't really mean to do anything good, but he realised that the guy appreciated him and he was suddenly respected and yeah. all of that was conflicting with where he was heading. But the weird thing is it was placed right at the beginning of the yeah. series. <laughs> And yeah, I, it was such a bad choice. Yeah, um, I yeah, I almost wish it was just yeah, half the season had been that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, they I can see why well. they've done it to obviously try and truncate that first chunk of the novel to then spend because there's a point where the flashbacks and stuff just stop and it just becomes the last yeah quarter of the novel. But then we have no development of the, of the no. flag and no. everything that's going on there. Yeah, he's so he's very um, just sort of two dimensional, I mm. guess. In his, he does a great job. I think oh, Skarsgård's great. I think Skarsgård's fantastic, but you don't get much to him. Well, you don't see how he uh, manipulates Nadine a great deal. You sort of get that back background. Mm. Which is added. That's that's a whole new yeah. feature to it. Yeah, because it's more along with her, her the dreams along the way for yeah. her, isn't it? Yeah, yeah she, and she's conf- she's supposed to be conflicted like Harold is. Yeah, uh, but I don't see that in this. Well, this she's like wholly embraces uh, the actor's name. Amber Heard. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm afraid that was a weak point in yeah. the acting of this one. She, it just was not convincing in any which way. No, nah. like she I, just becomes a bad guy. Yeah, but uh, even then it was sort of not convincing yeah. there. Um, only when she's fully made up to look almost zombie-ish and you know, about to give birth to whatever, uh, the, the <laughs> demon Jesus sort of yeah. <laughs> type thing um, that you you see anything that's vaguely humane about her. So, yeah, unfortunately I'm not impressed with Amber Heard at all. Yeah, um, She just doesn't quite show any empathy of the character at all. Mm. Um, <clears throat> but uh, James Marsden was surprising. He was great. Yeah, he's I, always pretty good. I feel like he just gets a bad rap because he's been in a bunch of crap, but he's yeah, he's always it, really good. It could be that. It could be that. But I I, I think he he encapsulates Stu so yeah. well. Um, uh, Gary Sinise did as well. Yeah. It's sort of like, I think he's Stu's... He's kind of the everyman. Yeah, Stu's that character that, obviously makes it through the whole thing and yeah. if you want is the hero of the story and he's a reluctant hero and everything so um it's done very very well and they don't have the what i'd call the soapy feel to no the show like the 90s version. the 90s version very much feels yeah um the 90s version just comes across like a horrible daytime soapy mm. um the yeah, it's like it's budget shot. constraints and stuff as well. And then like I guess like the I think it was before the realization that t- television could be cinematic. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. And they're going to the four to three ratio yep. too. So they um <clears throat> but uh, interestingly they still nodded to it. Oh, the use of um when you know, flash back to flag and Nadine in that sort of desert area. Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. That whole similar. Yep. It's a very similar look. In the cornfield. Yep. Well, the cornfield well, looks, was looks really weird in the old one. <laughs> <laughs> it's obviously like, ah, a sound stage. <laughs> I can see that the corn is made of plastic. <laughs> um, really, really enjoyed 
Greg, Greg Kinnear. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, he was. I great, he was amazing. He? Yeah, he was good. He was like almost but, the like standout. But yeah, his um, character was always a great character. Yeah, he's book. one of the best characters in the book. Sort too. of like a weird philosophical. Uh, objective observer of the whole religious aspect to it. Yeah, he's so. not. He's not. He's on board, but he's not sold. No, that's yeah. it. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, Greg Kinnear does it a brilliant job. In he's it. amazing. But he's always been quite good, Greg Kinnear. Yeah. yeah. But in the the and then I'm watching the '90s version because I just finally seen. I'm like, oh, that was that was Glenn. Like that was really good. Mm. In the old version, it's the guy who played like Doctor Smith or something. In all oh, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they, he's like a thousand years old. <laughs> I like that energy. Who I hated the most was um, Lloyd. Lloyd. This, this version oh, of yeah. Lloyd. Yeah, he. Well, it was, he was a non-event almost, wasn't he? Ultimately, it's um, from Lloyd in the book is pathetic at the beginning. He's like yeah. the, the henchman of another guy with the robbery that goes wrong, yeah. and he. He's stuck in the cell and then becomes Flag's henchman. But he develops to this point where he is actually a bit of a threat and yeah. scary. But this one, <laughs> he just, no. Nah. Whereas <laughs> they were talking about like things that were good in the old version. Miguel Ferreira's yeah. Lloyd becomes quite intense. Yeah. Uh, and he's it, it, just, it was this bizarre flamboyant gangster. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Yeah. Sort of fit the feel to what they did production design. Oh, yeah, with wise, with so the Vegas setting. Yeah, sort of game showish, running man almost. Yeah, <laughs> situation that you see in the end or uh, Thunderdome-ish Yeah, type feel to it. But it just he just. Uh. But no, and again, I don't know whether it's the fact that it's too short and too shallow. It, mm. the, these it, characters they've tried to paint time. paint him with a broad brush to mm. be like so you like oh you get it like yeah. you don't need to actually spend time with this guy to understand yeah. it's like here's every stereotype of a <laughs> of it. a of a thuggish henchman yeah. gangster. Um I did enjoy Ezra Miller's trash can man. Yeah, for what there you, wasn't enough of what you, yeah you didn't get anything but he, he just he shows up and he does what he does in the book, but not without any of the actual like where he's well, there's, there's quite a good story there where um, Flag's manipulating him against the kid, yeah, of like who's the leader of like the shit part of town. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then just his backstory as well, yeah, like who, who he was, and you know, yeah. it sort of uh, it made more sense for him, but he just becomes in like. The hand of God sort of comes in, you know, <laughs> yeah. exactly the same way, yeah. and it shows how it ends too soon and too fast. Yeah, um, there was also this lack of epic, wide, epic nature or feel to the virus bringing society down. Mm. So because it's done, yeah. we initially we see it's already done, yeah. and you don't get that kind of. Like at least in the the nineties version, you get that kind of like looting and yeah. But it, it's it it's also that case that the book one of the most outstanding feelings you get in that book is the idea that yeah it has stopped and there's people on their own mm. with nothing, nothing around, around at all, no living person around them, They're just dead bodies everywhere. Yeah, and them trying to navigate their way and then getting the dreams to head in the directions that they go. Yeah. And we sort of got that idea that people were going in opposite directions. That wasn't really apparent 
in this. No. And we didn't get the feel of society just completely gone. Which... Because you jump straight from semi-apocalyptic scenes to Boulder. Society yeah, back yeah. on its feet. Like, yeah. well, the, the little attempt at it anyway. That's so right. So you never get that mid-ground of, like, isolation. And you get a little bit... Of, they, they really tried in um, Larry's story, I think was as close as they yeah, got. with Heather Graham. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that sort of showed it. But then even then you sort of weren't quite convinced. So you needed more of that journey that Larry went through. Yeah. For everyone. For all of them to get that feeling. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, it's too short. Yeah. Ultimately. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I knew as a book it would never become a film. Um, <laughs> just, you just can't do it. Uh, I unless you do it Lord of the Rings Lord of the Rings style. style. Uh, but I don't think it would work. A, a television series is the answer to yeah. bringing it to the screen. But I think trying to do it in one season was the mistake. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Or even just the length of the season. Yeah. You know, if you'd had 20 episodes. At, yeah. So expensive that would be. <laughs> that's the thing. If you do it. Yes and no. I, I do don't it, know. Do whether it right. But I guess it. Maybe we're seeing the effects of um, a COVID in climate on mm. the Pro- production of production. things too. So maybe that is the corners that they had to cut considering they couldn't film as much as they'd want to mm. or they weren't sure about the release and the success of it. Who knows? I, I'm yeah. I ultimately, was a bit disappointed, I have to say. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed I, – I did enjoy bits of it. Like there were bits I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that was good. It was I, I found it entertaining to watch, but when you go back to the source material, it's like, ah, oh, that's another missed opportunity. Like, yeah, yeah. I did love the credit soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. they did really good choices. Didn't <laughs> really they? good. Threw back to um, Blue Oyster Cult again, <laughs> and yeah, all of those sorts of things that were in it. It was great. And um, references to the books. There's King references a lot of songs in yeah. the stand, yes. which is that's what I think I liked about it because he. Stephen King does like referencing music. Yeah. And um, he'll have some lyrics at the beginning of a chapter or yeah. something like that. And having those at the credits just sort of gave it that little King feeling. Yeah. And King did write the final episode. Oh, did he? Okay. He did. Which is now the third or fourth ending to the stand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To suggest it goes on and on. Yeah. 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 Oh, look, you know, I can live with that. But. Um, and to me, it apparently, it was sense. King King's attempt to give Franny a bit of a a bit of closure or a bit of a story as well, right? Because in the book, she just kind of well, she doesn't go to Vegas; she stays there pregnant. Yeah. So I think it was his apparently his attempt to kind of give her a little more weight at the yeah, end of the fair story. Enough. Fair enough. Yeah, which I didn't hate. No, no. Look, uh, it's that's probably no problem for me. That yeah. part of the that show. epilogue almost because yeah. it's almost like the, the well the, the the main action ends in the second last episode of the yeah. show. Yeah. Um, it's just how quickly it occurs. Yeah. Uh, had so much potential to explore. And, yeah, it's, as you said, missed opportunity. Yeah. So, The Stand 2020 into 2021. Uh, yeah, check it out. It's available on Amazon Prime here in Australia, CBS All Access over in the States. Um, but... Ultimately, I would say read the book if you get the opportunity. Definitely do that. If you want a really, it. yeah, just if you want a really good epic story that is unfortunately more timely now than it has ever been. <laughs> I yeah, the stand is um 
it's excellent the book um but the show yeah another missed opportunity unfortunately thank you guys for listening to this apocalyptic episode of pop to culture i have been scott and i'm still jason Culture is produced by and reported by Jason Eddy and Scott Souter. The clip for this week's show was the trailer for the 2021 miniseries The Stand, and the song at the end was Don't Fear the Reaper by the Blue Oyster Cult. If you're enjoying the show, please we invite you to jump on Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. It helps us expand the show and reach new listeners. And if you'd like to join us on social media, we are available at Facebook at facebook.com forward slash popculturepod or on Twitter at popcultureau.